Hi, this is Richie Kotzen, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hello and welcome to the Iron City Rocks Podcast, Episode 43. I'm your host, John. The Iron City Rocks Podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting Pittsburgh's rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues music scene. In Episode 43, we're going to take a special opportunity to speak to Richie Kotzen. Richie will be coming to town on May 22nd to play Diesel. Richie kind of rose to fame in the late 80s, early 90s as one of Mike Varney's shredders on the Shrapnel Guitar label. Uh, before taking the job in Poison, replacing C.C. DeVille, he played on 1993's Native Tongue, uh, which produced a hit called Stand. Then uh, went on to do a bunch of solo material and eventually even replaced Paul Gilbert in Mr. Big uh, until Mr. Big kind of packed up the wagons in the early 2000s. Um, and then he went on to continue to make some great solo material. So before we get into the interview, we're going to play a song from his latest solo album. This is the lead-off track from the album Peace Sign. This is called My Messiah from Richie Kotzen.
Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome Richie Cox into the show. Richie, how are you doing? I'm very good and uh, happy to be on your show. Thanks for having me. No problem. Hey, we um, we're, we have the pleasure of having you come into town on your uh, upcoming North American tour. You're going to be playing at a club Diesel in Pittsburgh on the 22nd of May. Um, doing, I'm hoping a lot of material from your latest release, Peace Sign. So we just wanted to um, kind of reintroduce Richie Cotton. I know a lot of people probably recognize the name from your days in Poison and Mr. Big, but I really wanted to focus on kind of you as a solo artist because I think in a lot of ways your material as a solo artist kind of blows away your work in some of those bands. Um, thanks, thanks. Right on. No problem. You um you actually were born in Pennsylvania, correct? Yeah, uh, I was born in Reading, Pennsylvania, and I lived there uh, for about twenty years. Okay. What got you into? Um, you were a guitarist first, or were you a singer first? What What was kind of your first passion? Uh, I was first known as a guitar player. Um, my first record I did in nineteen eighty nine, which was around the time where Shrapnel Records was a very popular label, and they were signing instrumental guitar players from around the world and making rhythm sections. And the first record I did was for Shrapnel, where it was an instrumental record, but then. The follow-up to that was a vocal record in which I was singing on. So um, I got known first as a guitar player, but then very uh, quickly after that, I, I, I started making vocal records. Yeah, I remember when your first album came out, you were um, kind of in the same era as uh, Jason Becker, Marty Friedman, Tony McAlpine, and those guys. But boy, once you started singing, that kind of changed the game dramatically. I... I um, as a, growing up, I mean, on as a singer, who who were some of your influences? I know that you've got a very soulful, bluesy voice. Yeah, well, actually, another another Pennsylvania guy was a big influence for me. Would be Daryl Hall, uh, definitely a, a big influence, and um, you know, a lot of the soul singers like uh, Sam Moore from Sam and Dave, and uh, some of the rock guys like Paul Rogers or Rod, early Rod Stewart stuff. Uh, those were the kind of guys that that I would listen to, and when I was a young kid, try to emulate. The guy that kind of stuck out to me—I don't know if he was was much of an influence—but you kind of reminded me how Glenn Hughes sort of stepped out of that role in Deep Purple, and it was like, wow, he's you know probably as good a singer as David Coverdale, and in a lot of ways, I think you kind of parallel that same sort of thing. Now, did you have, did you? I mean, obviously. Uh, you had to play guitar quite a bit to get as proficient, you know, with your sweet picking and all that stuff. But, I mean, was singing yeah, more um, natural? You know, it, it's. I think it basically my style comes out of a combination of things, which is, you know, partially where I grew up in Pennsylvania. You know, being outside of Philadelphia, I was exposed to a lot of the soul uh, sort of radio, and uh, so that's kind of the influence I got as a singer. And then as a guitar player, you know, I'm a big fan of the late 60s, early 70s rock, you know, the Hendrix and the Who and uh, Bad Company and um, uh, ACDC and those kind of bands. So my influence kind of comes in from the classic rock side, but also from the classic R&B side as well. Okay. I mean, that's certainly, you, you kind of wear your influences on your sleeve in that regard. Um, the newest album, Peace Sign, is that... Um did you work with other musicians, or is this kind of a purely one-man 
kind of record? Well, this particular record is mostly a one-man type of record in the sense that I'm playing all the instruments and, and overdubbing everything, with the exception of four songs. There are four songs on there that I had a studio drummer play drums on for me, just because I felt like he could bring something to the to that mm-hmm. I would not be capable of doing. And uh, but for the most part, you know, I, I go in the studio and I start formulating my ideas, and at some point I come out of there with a finished piece of work. And it's just a process that I've done for so many years. It just comes really natural for me, and uh, it's very rewarding for me. It's, it's the way I like to work. Uh, it's kind of a peaceful thing for me to go in the studio and be sort of left to my own devices and and come out come out with something that didn't exist before I went in, and, and that's something I really enjoy. Sure, yeah, you have no shortage of, of solo albums to prove that point. Um, as far as you played bass guitar then on this album, um, I know. I mean, there's some exceptional bass guitar work on this record as well. Was was were you at all influenced by working with Billy Sheen for those years? I mean, I know some. Well, you know, sometimes it's interesting. I I write a lot of stuff on different instruments, and some of the stuff I actually do write on bass. Like for example, there's a song called "Your Entertainer," which uh, I wrote on the bass guitar. Another one called "We're All Famous" that I wrote on bass, and I think. Uh, if you talk about influences, if, you know you really can hear. And at least when I when I do it, I listen back and I kind of laugh at myself because there's definitely some lines on there that I, I probably got from playing with Stanley Clark, uh, okay. especially especially if you listen to some of the stuff I'm doing on the on We're All Famous. You know, real big uh, George Duke fan and and those kind of. I had the 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 privilege of being in a band with Stanley Clark, which was very, very cool and very educational. And then also you mentioned Billy Sheehan, who's somebody that, uh, in a whole different style uh, compared to what, what what I'm doing on my record, is, is an incredible musician as well. And I had the luxury of being in a band with, with Billy and, and Mr. Big. So, I'm, you know, I love the bass guitar, and I'm very lucky to have been in bands with really extraordinary bass players. Yeah, I mean, two two living legends there, certainly. Now your um your upcoming tour um getting back to Pittsburgh, which is great. Um, what what kind of set can we expect? Is this going to be predominantly East Sign, or is this sort of kind of spin the gamut of your whole career? Well, yeah, it does span the gamut. I wouldn't say my whole career because there's certain elements of, of music that I've done that I don't feel a connection to very much creatively and artistically and and that's some of the early records. You know, it's a. Uh, you know, I've been making records for so long. It's hard to believe that it's it's more than 20 years since my first record came out, which is crazy to think. Um, so, you know, I kind of pick up my my solo career around 1994, which is where I really feel like I came into my own. And so that record was a record called Motherhead's Family Reunion. That's about as far back as I go, although I do have uh, a Poison song in the repertoire, a song called Stand that I wrote with them, which is a song that actually got me the gig. So that that's in the mix. Um, but, you know, it spans from as far back as 94 up until now. And uh, there are at least four or five songs that we do from Peace Sign. Uh, there's a couple songs from Into the Black and, and, and the record before that, Go Faster. So, 
the thing that's cool about the show is there's a lot of improv. You know, we get kind of in these situations where we do a lot of uh, playing off the off of each other, doing solo sections. And the thing that's cool is that although the melodies of the songs and the lyrics don't change night by night, the actual solo sections do, and it, it keeps it very exciting for us as musicians. And I think it keeps it interesting for audience members that like to go to multiple shows within a tour. Sure. Well, so I think sometimes, as an audience member, you can sometimes tell when a, when a guy's getting a little bored playing the same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, to me, music is a creative process. I mean, the idea to be in, to playing music is, is to be creative and expressive. So I think as long as you have that at the core of what you're doing, you'll be all right. Excellent. All right, Richie, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day. I know you've got a, a lot of work to do, so I won't keep you. I want to thank you for being on the show. Again, the show... May 22nd, Diesel. It's a Saturday night, so a good time to come out and see Richie. Uh, rip it up at Diesel. Thanks, Richie.
song was called Paying Dues from Richie Kotzen from the Pizza Sign album. Again, he'll be coming to Diesel on May 22nd, uh, playing a relatively rare Pittsburgh appearance. Uh, Richie uh, really travels pretty worldwide, but uh, North America is a little bit of a unique stop for him, so uh, you don't want to miss that chance if you're a fan of his work. If you'd like more information on Richie, you can go to www.ironcityrocks.com and go to the podcast link. You'll find a link to his website, also links to get the songs from today's show. Um, you can also find uh, links to our MySpace, Twitter, Facebook, and all that good stuff on there as well. Also, want to remind you, there's still plenty of time to enter our contest for giving away a pair of tickets to see Lizzie Borden at the Hard Rock Cafe with special guests Icarus Witch, Dafka, and Chip Demonic. So you want to go to the contest link on Iron City Rocks to get a chance to win those. We hope you enjoy the show, and we'll talk to you later.